The train headed for Sunset City will be departing soon. Okay, so I, I sent you a, a pic of it. W would you say that looks smaller than average? Uh, you might want to go to a doctor or something. Like, I don't think a throat's supposed to be that small. My mom says it's big. Yeah, but would the doctors okay that? Are we live? Oh, Is that hey, didn't do? see you there. Hi. That's the... <laughs> this guy says, I know exactly how I'm going to start the podcast. And that's what he came up with. Welcome, everybody, to Sunset City, the Sonic podcast for the dick and wild brain age. With me today is Garrulous64. Okay, I'd like to point out that when I introduced the podcast the first time, they were like, no, we have a thing we say every time. We have a correct way to start variations. the it's okay it's just to put a little spin on it you know it's a special episode today oh sure yeah because we're talking about sonic prime sorry to burst everyone's bubble today's a sonic episode indeed um so yeah uh with me today is garrulous 64 hey yeah that's me sorry hi and myself <laughs> And, um, yeah, so Gilly and Suris aren't here today. Gilly's at MAGFest, and Suris is, uh, he's taking a break. Um, so, basically, we figured, those guys don't want to watch Sonic Prime, and I ain't gonna put them through it. So, let's do the Sonic Prime episode with the two people here that have watched Sonic Prime. So, um... Yeah, before we get stuck in, as always, there is a link to the Patreon uh, below, just, you know, in case you feel like supporting the show a little further, and, um, yeah, like, that comes with its own little perks as well. We are going to definitely start doing more soon, but uh, in the meantime, it's basically going to give you access to the Discord server and just any other Patreon posts. And then as for Super Chats, those do get read out at the end of the episode for anyone that doesn't know, just so that you know. You know, I don't want to keep you waiting forever. So, yeah. Um, Dylan, though, you've got, you've got a little news to share, haven't you? Like... Uh, wait, was this the news that's not really news, or did you want me to share the actual news? No, the news that's... Well, it's news to you, you know, like... Okay, uh, so... We were going to start today by talking a, a little bit about the uh, the Knuckles Paramount Plus show, because I think uh, Pup said we'll, that the we'll titles were to, leaked. We'll get to that. I, I mean, also, I mean, the more news. important thing. Your news. Yeah, no, my news. Yeah. I had a dream last night about the Sonic 3 movie, and it might be prophetic in nature. And I wanted to tell you guys about it, because I, I haven't had many dreams lately that I've remembered. But I thought this one was kind of funny and also interesting because we were doing the podcast today. So, so you're going to spoil Sonic 3 for us? I'm going to spoil the Sonic 3 movie, yeah, from my dream. Okay. So basically what happened was I was in high school again, and I was in my high school English teacher's class. Is that and in the movie reason, or is that like part of the experience? No, this is this is in the dream, not in the movie. But the movie's so in, in the dream. In the, dream uh, the movie's in the dream, but I'm in the dream in my high school English class. And that's in the and, movie. <clears throat> and no, the movie is on screen. Like they're showing it to the class. But I thought it was in your and... dream, not on a screen. I think you're so, not explaining this very well. So basically, so basically, what happened was uh, the movie ran for an hour and a half, and none of the Sonic characters were in it. They were just mentioned off screen. 
Uh, it was all about the Ark and things going on on the Space Colony Ark. And right as the first Sonic character appeared at like the one hour and 45 minute mark, my teacher stopped the movie and the class period ended. And I got really upset because I was like, now I'm going to have to go see the movie in theaters and relive the first hour and 45 minutes of this again before I get to the stuff I haven't seen yet. And it was it was just really funny because literally you get one scene of like a few of them running down the street and then the, it just paused. And like even in my dreams, I can't catch a fucking break. That's just sad. That's yeah, just a sad story. That's about it. It's a sad so, way so to So I think, start. you know how, like, everyone is like, oh, I hope the humans aren't in Sonic 3 as much. But Oops, uh, in my dream, humans. it was just humans. <laughs> Oops, all so James was, uh, Marsden. I'm hoping that doesn't come true. Like, I came, I came awake. I was awake. And then I was like, <laughs> wow, I'm glad that wasn't real. I came awake. No, I did not kill the teacher. I, I messed up my words. Was it that kind of dream, huh? Was... No. It was such a good dream. So what would that you have rated what you saw? I had a dream the other the, day. What you saw the movie so far, what would you rate it? Like, uh, Probably like a 6 out of 10, because like, at least they had the Space Colony arc in there. But like then the dream before that, I had two dreams. And the other one, I was being like hunted down by a serial killer, and it was kind of scary. Okay. Damn. I had a dream yeah. that I was on the pirate ride at Disneyland with my sister and a girlfriend and a woman tried to rob me like literally just stuck her hand in my pocket trying to take my wallet and then after the ride's over for some reason you had to drop your bags off before getting on i go to get my bag and my cameras are gone and i was like right oh, no. I, my sister's telling me just get over it for some reason um <laughs> so i i decide i'm gonna chase this woman down because i i took a picture of her on the ride when she tried to steal my wallet just for like but how did you take a picture if you didn't have your camera? It was with my phone. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Um. Anyway, I chased her down. Turns out she's stolen seven cameras and not one of them is mine. Oh. Yeah. She's a serial stealer. I then woke up to find that I do have my cameras, and it was all a dream, and I'm quite happy about that. Yeah, those two kind of dreams. The dreams where you wake up and go, whew, and the other one where you go, dang. I mean, did I ever... I don't know if I even talked about this on YouTube, but I once, like, before, like, Spider-Man Far From Home came out, I had, like, a dream that he travels to Europe, but then he just stays with a weird French guy who bakes bread in a log cabin in the middle of a swamp, which is basically all French people, but in in this case, like, <laughs> the bread was secretly giant slugs, and they started moving and sprouting eyes out of them, and it was kind of creepy. Um, and then the second half of the movies where it kind of kicks into high gear, but it's kind of just like the Metropolis levels from from sonic forces and i was just like well, why is europe being depicted this way also when is he gonna be spider-man he didn't he, he wasn't no, that's funny someone earlier in the chat said i thought you were gonna talk about spider-man today so there you go yeah, yeah. i mean I, also i remember i had the fucking dream before frontiers came out that before you get to do anything before you get to do anything open zone or cyberspace you have to do a guitar hero mini game for 40 minutes well, I mean, they did have the shoot 'em up mini game. That was so, the like... thing that really struck me as a little strange when I first saw like the end boss fight. I was like, <laughs> "Normal day in France." Is your joke? <laughs> <laughs> he ain't wrong, though, is he? Like... Dude, Spider Man would be like, oh, "I'm so far from home." So there was another topic that I think we meant to discuss 
last week and it's just a quick one but um i i still i mean not last week we were okay i don't know when we were meant to discuss this i'm turning into porky pig just thinking about it but um so let me know if i've talked about this already um but i got a friend of a friend and no i i swear i've talked about this on the show the you week talked before... to us about it. You didn't no, talk I to swear, the week before last week, because I remember seeing it out loud, and I only ever talk to you guys through text. I swear. No, you were talking to yourself out loud. All right, okay, okay. You're persuading me. Government, no, not government. Audience, let me know if I've said this before. <laughs> Garrulous swears Government, that... send over the records. Garrulous swears that I haven't. Okay, so there's a friend of a friend, okay? I don't know this person, but I got a friend of a friend who has a kid, and the kid got into trouble at school, um, and the parents were called into a little meeting to discuss this because he was discussing inappropriate video games. And the video game that he was discussing with his classmates was Sonic Forces, which is apparently so inappropriate for the rest of the... No, I swear, I can remember someone in the chat saying it's because Forces is mid. I swear I remember this. I'm getting I... deja vu just talking about it. I don't think so. Like, I, don't I know because... swear I've talked about this on the show before. I feel like I said because Forces is mid, but I said that in text. No, but someone, I, I know, I, I'm vividly visualizing this. I said that this. to you. I'm visualizing I, I don't this. think it's true. I'm being I, gaslit you're right now. A I have bit. so talked about this on the show already. I, we're gaslighting each other right now. I don't know. Chat, chat, please. Please tell me if I've already talked about this before. Please. Because I'm going crazy over here. I'm, I'm going nuts. I'm losing it. Have I talked I about a kid getting into trouble to talk, for talking about Sonic Forces on the school grounds? Because I swear that we didn't. Yeah, see, because they're saying, what do you mean? How do you mean inappropriate? Because we talked about this, and when you were talking about it, I think it was a day before I was like, hey, I've got the stomach bug. I can't do the show yesterday. No, and that but was it was last the week. week before last week. I could swear. I could swear it was the week before what? last week. I think you brought it up a week before last week, but we didn't get to talk about it. I get the feeling I think that we with forgot. the week between, this is fine, but like, if you watch the episodes consecutively or binge them, you're going to be like, we've done this before. We've fucking done this. Which is kind of how I felt after watching several episodes of Sonic Prime Season 3. There's your segue. But... Well, well, first, I was going to... Well, before that, I would, first of all, discussing inappropriate video game in school, Sonic Forces... The only things I can think about is if maybe they were talking about the fact that there is a war going on. Who up forcing uh, their the Sonic fact right that now? Characters die technically Who because dies? of whoever dies in that. Well, the Operation Big Wave. All those characters oh, die yeah. off screen. No, we we've done this. We talked about Big Wave as well. I swear. We. No, we did, but, like, I don't think it was on the show. I'm freaking out, man. I could swear we've done this over a voice call. I know that we discussed Big Wave with Gotta Be Frank and how Knuckles is a war criminal. I, I, I know we've done that. Oh, we but... were just... Yeah, no, we were just talking to Frank. We were just hanging out with Frank. No, we, we've That's talked why. about it on the show. I swear we brought up Operation Big Wave. I don't know. People are saying no. People are saying they have not heard this, so... All right, well, any, anyways... Anyway, this is why anyway. millennials are so soft these days, or something. I don't know, um, but Sonic Forces yeah, I am pretty soft. is a is a naughty, <laughs> naughty game that your children shouldn't play. Apparently, um, the amount of stories I hear about schools being like this that makes me think, God, if I had kids, I would just, I, I would, I would not take them to school. <laughs> I would take Dude, them. To I'm a... just, I'm too afraid. 
to, like... <laughs> I'm too afraid to, like... This is a totally different discussion. I've thought... Since I'm 27 years old, and my parents had me when they were 27, I have thought in my head, like, wow, kids, huh? Like, I should be a father or something eventually. But then I'm like, God, I would be so afraid... And also, I think I would be the worst, because they would be like, hey, can I have this? And I'd be like, yep. And then uh, we would have no money. I Because I would just, like, the way I spoil my cats, like, I, I would just spoil the shit out of my kids. I know that I'd be an amazing dad, because I, I'd be all, like, you know, values and shit, you know, look after yourself, grind, you know, grind a little, you know, get yourself lots of uh, abilities and talents over the years and find ways to monetize them. But I'd also be the kind of dad that's like, yeah, homework is a fucking waste of time, kiddo. Good on you for not, not you know... Not becoming I would a cog be too. I feel like that stuff sucks. It, it does not have a benefit. They are lying to you. Yeah, Most you, of the things you learn in school are not good. The teacher be like, "Oh, your your kid was caught skipping school today." And I was like, "Well, what was the timetable?" All right, yeah. All of these lessons are a fucking waste of his time. You know, <laughs> like I I skipped would... math, skipped history. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I'd be like, son, go out and drink before the age of eighteen. Which is what the age for drinking? <laughs> okay, is that's here. not what I would say. That that's the. But see, my age parents. See, see, my parents. Well, I guess first of all, for most of my child life, I was very sick, so I really didn't have any desire to do that. But like, let's say, like when I got to the age where you might think about drinking, right? I was always like, I don't want to drink because all alcohol tastes terrible, and and that's because my parents, you know, whenever they would drink. I would be like, what's that? And they would go, oh, do you want to try? And I would take the tiniest little sip, and I would be like, See, So, like, I, as a kid, I grew up thinking that it was terrible, so I never wanted to drink. See, I'd be like, son, this is Guinness. Um, it's an acquired taste. You're not going to like it's it immediately. the worst thing you'll ever taste. I sure as hell didn't until my good friend and roommate, my Irish pal Sam, uh, took me to, like, an Irish meet-and-greet night at the bar, and I was just like, you know what, I want to get in with these lot, so I'm going to get a Guinness. And at first I was like, this this ain't right, but I just, I scarfed it as quickly as I could. And get, get, given that I scarfed it quite quickly, you realize I'm not choking to death on this. I'm fine, you know? And that's what kind of happened is like, yeah, I scarfed it down and eventually I developed a taste for it. Does it still taste like the drink equivalent to Marmite Sandwich? Yeah, it does. But like at the end of the day, oh. I do, I, I bet a lot of this is just gibberish to you, isn't it? <laughs> You no, Americans no, no, like, I, I understand everything you're saying, but like the thing is, it's always gonna be bad. Like you kind of you gaslit yourself into thinking it was okay. No, I think it's fine now. Like I can, I can do, I, I can drink Guinness, but Stockholm. like Stockholm. I mean, Intro. as it is, I, I, I didn't like beer when I was younger. It would only be cider. Now I, now I would drink beer more than I do cider. You know, like yeah. Yeah. Like, I like very little liquor. I just don't drink much at all, ever, really. But the thing I'd be like, you know, is like, hey, kiddo, you, you're gonna you're gonna make friends with Irish people at some point in life. You, you wanna you wanna give them the old razzle dazzle. Prove to them that you're not a filthy colonizer. You know, show show them that show them that you're with them. You know, you know, show show them that you you recognize that England is the main bad guy of the world history. You're gonna you're going to be one of the good You're going to be a good one, you know? Don't, don't listen to how school tells you that Oliver Cromwell's a cool dude. He wasn't a cool dude. He was a dick, you know? So don't listen to that shit. Winston Churchill, we don't like him, you know? We don't like him. So that would be me as a dad. And that's the sad part is that I would make such a good dad. I would make a great dad. I'm certain I would make a great fucking dad. But I don't want to be a dad, 
Be- because here's here's the thing, like zoo trip, right? When when you're a parent, you got to make it all about the kids, right? You got to make it all about the kids. You know, go to the zoo. Oh, make yeah. sure little little Timmy gets a good good view of the good good view of the seals. I want to get the good view of the seals. Fuck Timmy. I, I want to get that. I don't want to make my life all about a kid. I, I want to make life about fucking dopamine hits. You know, you know what I'm saying? Short term enjoyment. Like the hedgehog. Yeah, I want to like. I, I don't want to be like. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get off the the Sonic Frontiers for five minutes so Billy can play. Fuck that. I, I'm I'm playing the Sonic Frontiers. Get out of here, Billy. And God, if Billy <laughs> if Billy grows up and he's like, oh, I prefer the 2D Sonic. He's a dead motherfucker, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I brought you into this world. I can take you out, Billy. You heard it here first, folks. If you're going to the zoo, go in the winter. No, I I, I did that you too. When you were saying to uh, Cirrus that he went to the zoo, he had to go to the zoo. He's still at the zoo. That's why he's not here. <laughs> oh right, yeah, that um, is true. Yeah, no, just uh, a reminder. He's still everybody, at the zoo. He hasn't left. A reminder, everybody. <laughs> if you're gonna go to the zoo, go now. Because the animals will be fat from the hibernation period. So big, big zebra. It will be really fucking funny just seeing these fat animals just going around. You know, they're fat monkeys. So, like Sonic uh, Prime. We're not there yet. We got the Knuckles TV show titles. <laughs> oh, so well, us, because I haven't seen these things. Be so you funny told if we me that this is the thing that existed, and I did not like. I, I didn't see you didn't send them to me, so I have no idea. All right, I'll, I'll I'll tell them to you, and you can like comment on them. You know, that will okay reaction content. You know, um, so reactions, yeah. The titles of the Knuckles TV show individual episodes have been released, and you can expect them to be around about um. Uh, a, a TV hour long, so about forty-five minutes approximately. You know, like a real TV show, not not kids shit. Um, and the episode titles are as follows: We've got episode one, The Warrior. So you can you can assume that's about Knuckles, right? It's I mean, about Knuckles, yeah. I mean, uh, Dilla, do do you know about like what the synopsis is for the Knuckles TV series? I don't know anything about oh. anything or anyone. Oh, okay. Let me contextualize this then. So the Sonic fan base were all very disappointed when it was actually revealed what the Knuckles TV series is going to be about. Um, because a lot of people were like, oh, maybe it'll be about Angel Island, or maybe it'll be about the Master Emerald, or or the Chaotix, or something like that. So the, the actual thing is going to be that Knuckles is teaming up with Wade Whipple to uh, teach him the ways of the warrior, basically. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, I don't know how is people that... didn't expect that. <laughs> like, that was obviously going to be the case. <laughs> Okay, all right, all right. I I like that character a little bit, but I feel like, you know, in Sonic Two, he was in like two scenes, I, and like that was enough. That was plenty. Yeah. I like mean, I my, I don't know is... why they would want to be like, hey, let's make a comic relief. You know what? That's what they always do with these spinoff shows. I mean, they I always guess... make it about the comic relief. My guess is that Knuckles is maybe going to be a little more stark and quiet in this, so that Wade can be the the silly one, and because that's the thing is like the first Sonic movie is all about kind of. Uh, Sonic being guided through kind of, you know, life by uh, James Marsden. And then in Sonic 2, like, Knuckles is being guided through by Robotnik. So it could be quite funny to have Wade, who is just this helpless kid, being guided along by Knuckles. I can see the vision. I I, I can see the vision to it. Um, It's one of those things where I think my boy Wayne, who everyone here knows, uh, put it quite well, is like, the Sonic movies are really good 
they're probably never gonna do the things you want them to do you know they're probably never gonna do this deep lore stuff you know like they, they we, we kind of got as deep a lore as we could probably expect from sonic 2 with like the whole master emerald stuff um and and who knows maybe sonic 3 will have it but the knuckles tv series was always probably going to be a bit more you know stuff that like because that's the thing is like if, if films are seen as a as like lesser commitment than games you know like they gotta you know water things down a bit for general audiences a, imagine a tv show you know you gotta water things down even more because a tv show you got the option of turning off you know whereas, whereas a movie like you, you're, you're in there you can't turn that off the audience would be pissed you know that is yeah i mean you can walk out of a movie though yeah but that's like you by then you've already spent the money you know yeah, you ever walked out of a movie before? No, no, I have not. No, I've there've been times when I kind of wanted to, but I, I'm always going to see it through. Gotcha. Okay. I've always kind of considered it a skill issue. You ever done it? I, I haven't walked out of a movie in a movie theater, but if I was watching a movie like at home, I've turned the movie off. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll usually revisit it, maybe, but like, yeah, that's fair. Um. But okay, so yeah, that that's the context of the show is Knuckles. I've also okay, so read Ultimate something. Warrior, I read something Wade somewhere Wilson. about like them doing like a bowling road trip or something. Knuckles can't even use a bowling ball. He's got those giant like gloves. So this could be a really funny show, is what we're establishing here. <laughs> but okay, yeah. um, this is where the conflict rises. He has to learn how to take off his gloves, and he just refuses. He can't. They're welded to his hands. They are his hands. So yeah, episode one is called The Warrior. Kind of a general introduction to Knuckles, I'd expect. The second episode is Don't yeah. Ever Say I Wasn't There For You. The third episode is called... That's... Sorry, go on. Well, hold on. That That's like a very like intimate and important sounding title for an episode two about Knuckles the Echidna. It's the one where Knuckles gives... <laughs> don't Say I Was to... Never There For You. Way to back massage, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> They they have like a, a heart to heart in that episode. I think they're gonna they're gonna have a heartfelt friendship by the end of this. Um, the yeah. third episode has a really interesting title though. The <laughs> the Shabbat dinner. So if Shabbat 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 yeah. So okay, if my understanding is correct, I did look up a definition. A Shabbat dinner would suggest a traditional jewish dinner to celebrate the day of the sabbath so is, is wade jewish then and like he invites knuckles i'm gonna to guess like, learn that, yeah, about... like knuckles gets invited to like a family dinner or something and it's full okay. of like jewish tradition and then knuckles takes out all four of his are you, penises. are you lying to me right now i'm not lying to you knuckles takes out all four of his penises and it turns out they're not circumcised so he has to kind of have a bris or something is my guess all right i think you're lying to me is, no, <laughs> I okay. not think the episode is called more. the shabbat dinner i'm making up that synopsis that's my guess all right my guess is that there's going to be a traditional dinner and knuckles is going to fuck it up somehow or maybe wade is and knuckles is the one that's like Maybe it's like, you know, Knuckles is someone who's grown up with very specific ways of life and stuff, and he's finding out more about Wade's Knuckles? own sort of... Yeah, what? alone. He's woken up... A, uh, he's 
grown up alone, right? Completely alone. He hasn't grown up completely. I mean, he, when he was a kid, he had his dad and stuff, and and the warriors. It could be that like he must have been like three years old when they. Yeah, died, but Knuckles though. could maybe be talking about his tribe and some shit. So maybe Wade is like, "This is my tribe," and they're having a a dinner of the Sabbath. I don't know. Um, okay, I mean that's that's reasonable. I feel like that might happen. Thanks to um, right. Mega Traffic going for correcting me, it is pronounced Shabbat, uh, which makes more Thanks, sense. Yeah. Um, which means that it can't be what I saw someone else speculate it was on Twitter, saying, like, is Shabbat maybe a reference to Rouge? Um, but if it's Shabbat, then it's more likely a reference to Robotnik. Um, but moving swiftly on, because the next episode is one that has everyone excited. Okay, you ready for this? Uh, yes. <clears throat> the Flames of Disaster. Yeah. They can't just call an episode that without having so many implications. What do you mean, the flames of disaster? What do you mean? That that you can't just... Did someone, like... Why would, why would they call it that if it doesn't have anything to do with the the, the game? Why would it... It doesn't make any sense. So why my would they be calling that as a reference? My prediction is that... Knuckles burns down his house? <laughs> My prediction is that, like, he's going to meet Wade's friends or something, and they're going to have, like, a sports team, and it will be called the Flames of Disaster or something. <laughs> it would just be a cute I, little I don't reference. know what to think of that. That's, that's such a weird thing to pull from when they, like... Like, Sonic 2 uses more of the game stuff, but, like, why would they suddenly just go full ham like that? Full I mean, the thing is, you've got, like, the Mean Bean, and it's a coffee shop. You know, the Mean Bean was not a coffee shop in the games. It was whatever the fuck it was. It was a Puyo Puyo thing. Um, and, and then it's like, That's you know, true. Green Hills is not really the Green Hill Zone, which is even weirder by the fact that we've actually seen Green Hill Zone in the movies. So, like, I, I get the feeling this is just going to be another cute little reference. Like, did you did you catch the Splash Hill reference in Sonic 2 as well? Splash Hill? I don't think so. <laughs> so, um, during the first Knuckles chase, there's a water truck. And it's, like, carrying, like, bottled water and stuff like that. And it says Splash Hill on the side of it as, like, the brand name. So, I think we've got a situation like that. Where it's like, if they made an episode named after the water truck, it would be called Splash Hill. We've got an episode named after something else, which is the Flames of Dis Maybe it's a barbecue grill. Maybe that's the name of a barbecue pit. I don't know. Like, it's a, it's like a, it's a, a barbecue restaurant that he takes Knuckles to. Yeah, or, or maybe yeah, he just As literally sets Wade's house for on all fire. of everything. Yeah. Okay. So, what is the next one called then? Maybe there's more like information there. Okay. All right. You ready for the next one with the with the big yeah. information? Okay. Stellaris the Destroyer. No, it's called Reno, baby. What? Reno? Reno, baby. Okay, so they need the Reno to put out the flames of disaster. <laughs> as in, <laughs> as in Reno, the city in Nevada. They've got lots of hotels and casinos, so we're gonna finally see a little casino action in Sonic, in the movie universe. Okay. So, yeah, right. my, my assumption is they go on a Reno. And the finale, the last episode, are you ready? Yeah. It's called What Happens in Reno Stays in Reno. So I'm guessing they're going to fuck. Or they they lose all their money. 
They lose everything. They lose well, their houses. Wade loses his house. They could meet Rouge at a casino, come to think of it. That could be a, a way to like tie it into the movie. She could be I a guess. waitress. I mean, assuming Rouge is going to be in it. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> He's going to... In these movies, like, the, the weird little animal characters are still weird. Like, you think Rouge would just be there? Like, just hanging out? Like... Well, she could be, like, because, you know, okay like, casinos and shit, they're all glamorous and stuff, you know, Rouge is pretty fucking sexy, you know, they could always, you know, just find a place to get, you, you remember, you ever see Looney Tunes back in action? Um, is that the one where they're superheroes? Like, the, the weird reboot thing? No, Looney Tunes back in action was a movie. Oh, that's Lunatics, I think. Yeah, you're thinking of Lun Lunatics Unleashed. Um, I'm thinking of Looney Tunes back in action. It stars Brendan Fraser. You've got Steve Martin in it playing the Acme chairman. He's the villain. There's a bit where they go to Vegas and they have to meet someone called Dusty Trails. And, like, Rouge could, uh, no, Rouge could be too. the Dusty Trails character. God, back in action such a fucking good movie, though. I think I... I think I maybe saw a clip of it where... Is that the one where Scooby-Doo and Shaggy are in it? They're having dinner with... Uh... Yes. Uh, I've seen that clip. I thought that was funny. Dude, you uh, got watch with, it. Um, it's a fantastic movie. What's his name? Movie. Uh, Matthew Lillard. <laughs> That's just a funny idea. I like that. I remember when I saw... Um, when I became a Sonic fan. <laughs> I think every Sonic fan at some point has thought about how they'd want a Sonic movie to be, right? Like... I always thought Looney Tunes back in action would be the blueprint for a brilliant Sonic movie. And, I mean, what we've got isn't far off. What we've got isn't far off at all, and I, I really do like what we've got here. Um, but, yeah. So that's, I, I'm um, not sure what to make of this so far. I feel like it's going to be mainly comedic, and there's not really going to be... I, I feel like this Knuckles thing is not going to be for as many people as the movies are. You know, like, I feel like not as many people are going to enjoy it as the movies. I get that, the feeling it's not... It's, it's going to be made thought. with, like, an understanding that Knuckles can be a fun character in isolation, but we're not necessarily doing game stuff with Knuckles. Kind of like, you know, what works about, like, the first Sonic movie is, like, obviously, it's in a world that's very divorced from the regular Sonic stuff, but it's just the fact that we've got a cool version of Sonic in that movie, and he's just enough to carry it. I wonder if they're maybe having that same sort of... Uh, line of thinking with Knuckles. And it is worth noting, like, I think a lot of people are looking at this with a viewpoint of, like, post-Mario movie. Uh, this would have been in the works before the Mario movie came out, and I, I think we're yet to really see a Sonic movie thing that has been made or written in a post-Mario movie world, but I, I get the feeling that future Sonic projects are gonna lean more into game lore. Maybe even do, like, a fully animated one somewhere down the line. I don't know. But, um... Well, they had that animated short a while back. Remember, I think it was on the Sonic 2 DVD or something? Yeah, uh, Drone Home, yeah. I mean, it's still based in a realistic world, though. Um, yeah, I mean, but it was animated. Like, you can tell it's, like, it's There are real. also rumors <laughs> that Shadow may get a spin-off TV series post... Um, oh, I, post saw, I saw a movie. I saw a Shadow movie, and I wonder if that's to do with the uh, that Shadow fan film. Like, how popular that's been. I don't know. Um, like, I, I would love it if that were the case because uh, that fan film is fantastic. It's one of the probably one of the best fan films I've ever seen. But like, um, I don't know. I feel like it's way too kind of soon for that. And like, as far as uh, I don't know, industry stuff goes, it might be considered a bit more small potatoes. But um, 
Yeah, the, the rumors are it might be a TV series, it might be a movie, but I kind of, like, thought a little bit about, like, last night. What would I want from this, and what's realistic from it? So, uh, what, what do you think? What would you want from a uh, Shadow spinoff? Uh, I, I honestly, I would go into the, the past more. If they don't talk about it much in the movie, I would I would do something about the arc, stuff like that. Ah, uh, you want to be a prequel? Be yeah, I mean, like, that's... Usually I don't like prequels very much, but in this case, I feel like it's... It's something that we don't really see much in the games. Like, you see some flashbacks here and there, but I, I just like to see, like, what is a typical day for these guys, you know, like, on this arc? Like, what are they doing? That's why I like the fan film so much. Like, it feels like... Like, it just humanized everything so well. Like, oh, it, yeah. it felt like it could be ripped right out of an actual movie. Like, it, it's... Not to, like... Like, it obviously is a real film. This is a fan film of it a real It feels like it could it's be, like, an official product. Like, like I, if I had seen that in the theater, like, if that was, like, an intermission in, like, the middle of Sonic 3, I would have been like, that's the best part of the movie. You know, like, that, it's incredible what they did with that film. Oh, yeah. I think that film is absolutely wonderful. Like, I, I also just love, like, bits where they go into, like, advertisements and stuff, just, like, in-universe little bits like that which just really complements the world building how they'll use like different animation styles it, it's a it's a tremendous film um the project shadow movie what i think i would want from like a shadow spin-off series and I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna focus solely on it as like a tv series i want them to and, and this is ballsy i know i would love it if they would adapt the shadow the hedgehog video game but there are two I don't ways want there are two ways i think they can make it work um so kind of option a is just go hard play it straight lean into the more epic elements of shadow take everything that was kind of silly about the original but make it work so like the whole bit about taking candy from a baby and stuff like scrap it uh just Which you know take by him take the whole project and give it a bit more dignity you know like maybe go for like a Zack snydery tone no guns and vehicles and, you know, just, just like, make a story about Shadow and the Black Arms and learning a bit more about his past and letting go of Maria. But then there's option B, okay? And and I realize I am reading a lot of this out from a tweet I put up last night, but fuck it, I still feel the same. Um, option B would be to go for the absolute shithousery approach, in where Shadow is still played straight, but we would lean into more the sillier aspects in a completely unflinching way. Not like comedic like say thor love and thunder where it almost feels ashamed of itself i mean like faithful oh, shit post dialogue with a similar sort of tone to like venom let there be carnage shadow himself being serious but everything else is deliberately played up to its absolute extreme um and i was just kind of thinking like yeah it, it shouldn't be the marvel style look how silly this is humor just a film that you know you don't want the audience to laugh at it you want the film to laugh at the audience in a way um, but I, I think, you know, like, even down to, like, Shadow saying damn and stuff like that, you could have him swear up a fucking storm, but use censorship to comedic effect, similar to the Spongebob oh, like episode. Pilgrim. What's that, sorry? Oh, like the, I was gonna say, like, the Scott Pilgrim movie, how, like, that, I forget her name, uh, I think it's Scott's sister, Julie, mm -hmm. I think? Yeah. She, uh, like, she'll swear and, like, they'll cover her mouth with, like, the censor bar. And you'll hear, like, garbled audio. And then, you know, he's like, how do you do that with your mouth? How do you keep doing that? I was I was thinking more along the lines of, like, the Spongebob episode where they learn the swear word from the back of the dumpster. The dolphin thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just, 
just find different sonic sound effects that you could use to just censor him cursing. And then, like, it's maybe... like a YouTuber. Yeah, and then maybe by, like, the end of it, like, the gun commander's like, dude, Shadow, you gotta, you gotta cut the, the cursing, man. It doesn't suit you. And then he's just like, okay. That'd be rich coming from the gun commander, who's like, hey, I've been trying to kill you the Shadow. whole time. Like, Damn. Let it go, man. Maria was like a sister to me. That's the thing, though. Either way they do it, I want it to be completely unflinching. Like, so either unflinchingly epic Black Doom shit, or unflinchingly Shadow the Hedgehog, as it were, taking candy from the baby, which is fine by me. Where's that <laughs> fourth chaos ever kind of shit? You're describing, uh, there's a really old Flash animation uh, made by, hold on, let me fix the name correctly. Uh, it's called, like, the Painfully Doomed Shadow Show uh, by Roger Vander Wyde, uh, I believe that's how you pronounce it. Sorry, but it's, like, it, it's kind of like what you're saying. Like, every character in the, show, the, the animation is completely insufferable, like, super flanderized version of who they are in the games and, you know, all that stuff. But Shadow is literally just, like, grumpy the whole time. <laughs> like, he's playing it completely straight, and he's, like, pissed off the entire time because everyone's such an idiot. Uh, but I, I think that could work, and that would be really funny. I just, I, I feel like it'd be more likely that they, uh, they do, like, the cooler thing. Cause they, I, I feel like it might appeal to more people. Maybe they'll put him know. on a road trip with the gun commander, and they have to work out their differences. If I see, a, a, like, a, a shot... Of the gun commander driving a car with Shadow sitting in the passenger seat, I'm gonna laugh. No, you know what'd be even better? The gun commander sat in the passenger seat and Shadow's driving, <laughs> and he's and he just looks completely serious. But um, yeah, like a Shadow the Hedgehog movie with the kind of sort of comedic styling of the Naked Gun, where it's like very sort of or, or like the airplane movies, where it's sort of very dry, but you could still have Shadow be completely faithful to who Shadow is. I don't want Shadow to be funny. I want- if we're gonna do a comedy thing, Shadow shouldn't be funny. The shit that's happening on screen should be funny, you know? But I think that's the thing, it's just because these movies are very comedically inclined, and like the Knuckles series is obviously going down the more comedic route. I, I think if they're doing a Shadow show, it's probably going to be a bit more comedic. Yeah, it should probably be rated like R, or like- like- like Z, for for nobody. Yeah. Anyway, Sonic Prime. Sorry, that was, that was probably the worst thing I've ever said. Uh, yes. Uh, do you want to talk about Sonic? Well, Prime that about wraps it up for like... today, folks. Thank you all for joining. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sonic <clears throat> Prime. Um, so, um, oh, where do we even start? So, Sonic Prime is over now. Um, oh God. The third and final series, uh, third and final season has dropped. And it is one of those things where I say this every time. They weren't seasons. Like, we knew at the launch of the the supposed first season that there were 23 episodes. Well, 24, but one of them was put into two, and that was the first episode. And, and you know, they were finished, and they released them in three batches, and absolutely no work has been done since that initial release. And it has been confirmed by, I think, the show's creator that nothing's been done. So, as far as things stand, that's the end of Sonic Prime. Uh, the show is done now. Um, yeah, can I preface, like, everything we're about to say with something? 
I just want to say, first of all, before anything, because I, I, I think I'm going to come off as really negative about season three, uh, for the most part. I want to say I love the voice cast. I think they were my favorite part of the entire thing. I think they kicked ass. I, I liked some of the writing. I, I think the writers had the right idea for a lot of stuff, but then other things, not so much. Overall, I don't think the show is bad. But it meanders to, like, a painful degree because of what Pop's saying. Like, like technically, Netflix ordered, like, the one season, you know? And they spread it apart between three seasons, technically. So, like, with everything, like, all the time in between that we waited for the episode drops and the actual content we were getting did not feel worth it. That's another so, thing as well is, like... Netflix, the, like the fact that it was cut into three, was definitely a Netflix decision. This isn't the first time they've done this. They did it with the Cuphead show, um, and it's it's usually a way that they can say, "Oh, look at our show! It ran for three seasons." When in actuality, they canned it after one because Netflix are just like that with particularly animated properties. It seems, um, and, and then like even. Anyone. Even down to the promotion of season three, I, I noticed season one and two got individual posters to hype them up. Season three doesn't have a fucking poster. <laughs> like, and they were already done with it. That's insane that to me. Like, they, they just kind of sent season three just out to die effectively. Um, and that's the thing with Netflix. No matter how in demand it is, no matter how many Sonic fans are going to watch it, Netflix are going to do what they're going to do. You know, they're not a good company when it comes to that kind of thing. Um, as it is within those 23 episodes i do have a lot of issues with sonic prime and and like like dylan said like i um i really like the voice cast a lot i i think devin mack as sonic is wonderful i would love to hear more of him not as a replacement for roger craig smith because i also really love what roger craig smith does with sonic but like yeah, more Sonic TV shows or maybe some games that are in a different continuity or style or something. Get Devin Mack on board because he's a natural as Sonic. But I also really liked everybody else too. I, I wish that we got to hear more though of like the voice actors playing the original versions of these characters. I, I want to hear more of Brian Drummond as Dr. Eggman, not Mr. Dr. Eggman. I, I want to hear more of... um. Uh, who plays Amy in this show, or Rusty Rose? Or I I don't know. I I, I don't know the name. I want to hear but more I, of you her know, I as regular. Kelly, I think she did like the best job out of like everybody. I, I think the fact that she had, I, I feel like there was a lot of like the the I'm just gonna call them the roses. The the roses were very prominent throughout this whole show, and I I think it was a good thing because I think she knocked it out of the park. Like something I really well. like about her Amy voice like, as well is. Kind of how natural it is as well. There's not really that, like, slight Minnie Mouseism or the pitching it up thing. It just sounds like a regular voice, which I actually kind of like. It just sounds like a person. Yeah. You know, like... I mean, I, I, I also really be. like what Cindy Robinson does as Amy, too. I, I think she's got that down to a fine art now. But, um, yeah, I, I just like this different approach here, and I think it absolutely works. Uh, Shannon Chan Kent. Thank you, Nate Sabbies. That's the name of the actor that plays Amy in Sonic Prime. Um... The, whoever voiced um, Knuckles in the main universe, why'd they even bother? Like, no, no, no offense to the guy. I think he did a fine job as Knuckles. But they gave regular universe Knuckles a different voice to all the other ones. The other ones are voiced by Vincent Tong. And 
it's so strange. It's like, are these kind of the same character or, or not? Like, you know, why, why do we have this guy that plays Knuckles for the best part of about five minutes and gets like two lines, you know? Why not just have Vincent Tong do that? Like, I, I actually kind of liked his more New York-y sound that he gave to the New York universe, Nux. I, I thought that was quite an inspired I, choice. I like that too. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's different <clears throat> to what we usually hear, but it absolutely works. Did he play the Dread Knuckles as well? Yes, he did. So he's, he, he also played, I think, um, he, he played a lot of the members of the Chaos Council. I think he played Dr. Babbles, Dr. Don't, and Dr. Deep. Who's Dr. Don't? Dr. Don't is the one, the, the kid. The one with the with the game machine. Oh, I forgot his name because I hated that character so much. I the, the names sound like something out of a fucking children's book. I get. <laughs> what does that even? I don't even know just... what that means. What do the names mean? Doctor so Don't. Kind of like Doctor Deep. Don't bother me. I'm busy or something. I don't know. Like, I don't oh, know. Okay. Don't even go there. <clears throat> I guess. Um. I, I get Doctor Babble, obviously. I get baby, but like the Doctor Deep. I was like, I thought he was gonna have like a, like an ocean thing or something like well, he was I mean, like it that. makes sense if he came An from aquatic like Eggman. if he came from like the water universe the fucking no place with the pirates it would make so much sense but we never that, actually get an actually answer point. as to where any they could of have these... just ripped those Eggmen from the different places that would have been are there a just, good call are there just five Eggmen in this universe i was under the impression they were all the old Eggman's sons but i guess that's not what it was we never got any kind of answer to that um like that's that's what I thought they were going for, but then uh, I guess not. I, but I mean, I I get the names like Doctor Dunnit because he's 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 been there, done that. He's old. Doctor Deep because his first line of dialogue is about philosophical ramifications, even though he really only talks about that the once. <laughs> even though he's destroying the planet like constantly. He unironically calls Shadow an Edge Lord as well. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah. So voice cast. He's I literally like. philosophical. He's philosophical from, like, the back of a cereal box, if you could call it. Like, like that's yeah. as philosophical as he gets, Yeah, he's like everyone's mom on Facebook posting inspirational shit, you know? Like, like he would post, like, minion memes, he, he would post, like, and he would yeah, think... Yeah, like, of a minion that say, like, when you've hurt someone, you can't unhurt them or something. I don't know. <laughs> a minion dressed as, like, the Suicide Squad 2016 version of Harley Quinn. <laughs> that's too real, stop it. <laughs> you just... You put such an image in my head just now. I feel like I've seen that. It's got to exist, right? <laughs> I'll never understand minion posts. Those, those were... I um, so I actually joined a Facebook group um, when I kind of reactivated my Facebook, like, mid-last year, called Joker Quotes 2. Now, I thought this was going to be, like, an ironic thing. Like, you know, a picture of the Joker that says, like, this could have been us, but you friends owe me ten fucking times, Veronica. It's not that. It is not that at all. It's unironically like people in their 40s and 50s posting pictures of the Joker that say things like a man's true values are like, I don't know, his wife and kids, don't fuck with me, I'll kill you. <laughs> and then you'll get like, um, Agatha, 50 years old, be like, so true, thumbs up in there. And it's so fucking funny. So true, thumbs up. It's so funny. Dude, oh. dude, accept my Facebook friend request, man. Like, I, I gotta invite you to this group. <laughs> I don't use Facebook anymore. I try not to. You need to see this, though. I don't want to. You, you need to see this. Oh, God. Um, 
Yes, that's Doctor Deep. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, I don't want to like. I don't want to spoil like that idea we've had for like our potential Sonic Prime rewrite thing. But Chip literally just came up with our our Robotnik idea. He just said, "Call the big evil Eggman Supreme Robotnik." I mean, it was like something like Supreme Commander or something, wasn't it? Like, I don't know. But um. I mean, it's it's all it's all it's good. It's all, all going to be workshopped. We're going to workshop it, you know. We're, we're gonna we're gonna go there. But yeah, like the the big failure of like the New York City universe was. I don't believe any of these Eggmen could ever achieve this. And I know some people have said, yeah, but Sonic doesn't exist. But it's like, yeah, but they got Knuckles. They got they got Rouge. You know, like any of those people. Like that's we the kinda thing. We kind of took like the forces approach though, and they all suck until Sonic gets there. Yeah, and I don't like that. And that's the other thing as well. Is like I just I think. If you're going to say, okay, this is Dr. Eggman, this is the one that wins. Like, don't make him lamer than the regular Dr. Eggman. Like, he shouldn't be running around in a tracksuit calling himself Mr. Dr. Eggman wearing a toupee. Now, if this is the, the, the Eggman that wins, he should have a natural full head of hair. He should be fucking buff. Like, he should be cool as fuck, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, he should be, like, ripped and, uh, like, eight, nine feet tall. He should be scary. Like, you know, I think um, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart is the blueprint here. Because I, I, I... Just use uh, Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog Robotnik. Oh, what, the sexy one? Yeah. What? Wait, no. Sorry, I wasn't listening. Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> Robotnik is the sexy one. Oh, okay. Oh, Cause right. Got okay, gotcha. Now I crack. <clears throat> of course. I should have known. Um... Yeah, no, like, that that's the thing I was thinking of. I can't, is... I can't believe that I just said yes without listening to what you said. Now they have, there's a sound clip of, of me agreeing with that. That's great. <laughs> Pay attention, you idiot. Uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart <laughs> set the blueprint for this with, like, um... I, I, I don't know, have you ever seen, like, the storyline of uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart? Uh, no, but it's funny you say that because I think that, um... Sonic Prime is actually a bit like Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time, in my opinion. Because, like, they're literally the exact same thing without the initial mess-up of, like... You know, like, Crash doesn't do anything wrong. He's just going to fix things. But, like, the villains... Well, I guess they don't create the different dimensions. But, like, you go to a pirate world. You go to a futuristic city. You go to a prehistoric world where there's a bunch of lush vegetation. And the whole time I was watching Prime, I was like, someone played Crash 4. And they just ripped every idea from that and put it in this, except, like... It, like, they have different alternate universe version of one of the main characters, one of, like, the main villains. Stuff like that. Well, it, um, it gets... And there's no other alternate Crash or Cocos, because they're all either dead or just don't exist. Well, it gets very interesting uh, in the case of Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, because the story there is that, um... Basically, um... Clank creates a Dimensionator as a gift for uh, Ratchet to go find his Lombax brethren. But Dr. Nefarious steals it and goes to a universe where he's already won, and they've got Nefarious City. Um, And there there resides an Emperor Nefarious. Um, And so, you know, they've got to go take down both the Nefariouses, but then, like, Emperor Nefarious decides he wants to take over our universe as well, or the universe of Ratchet and Clank. You meet Rivet as well, who's, like, effectively Ratchet's other dimension yeah, counterpart um and one of the universes that you go to is a pirate themed universe just like in What's sonic with... prime 
and Crash 4. What's going on here? I think people just like pirates. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but, I, I mean, as I said they in my like review... pirates instead of good ideas. I think a problem with Sonic Prime's use of, like, the pirate universe and the nature universe is that these have all, like, the depth of, like, an Instagram filter. Like, you took a picture of Sonic with the pirate filter on, boom. There's your new universe. Um, and, and that's kind yeah, of... you're right. Sorry, go on. No, you're right. I was going to say, like, that's... I think he said that a while back, and I was like... It basically is, like, they just put a pirate filter on Knuckles, and all of a sudden he's wearing a hat. Oh, cool. Yeah. And I think um, Season 1 had a problem with repetition in so much as, like... There was always that laborious thing of, like, Sonic just not getting it, that these are different people. Like, you know, it looks like Amy, but it's a, you know, this is Thorn Rose, different person entirely, you know? Um, yeah, they're totally different. No similarities whatsoever. Um, but he just couldn't seem to get to grips with it, and that, like, took a long time. I think the other problem is you've got too many characters, like, for its own good. Like, for, for like, New York, you've got, uh, okay, you've got, like, nine, but I don't feel like they know what to do for the most part with, like, Nux and Rebel, you know? I hate saying these other names. It gives me so much embarrassment, but, like, they don't know what to do <laughs> with them. They don't... It's funny also that they are, they're always like, these are different people, they're different people, but they're like, they're, they're not really, like, well, they just I mean, kind of like a, have yeah, slightly like, different personalities. Well, that's the thing with, like, they still, is... all the tails are still smart, even, even Mangy, who is still smart, like, well, is shown to be still intelligent. The thing I Knuckles find... is always brash, and Rouge is always cool, and Amy is always cool. Well, where this doubles down, though, is that they're asserting that these are their own people, they matter, you know, and yet we don't get any kind of epilogue for them in the finale. They just, they don't, we don't even see them go home. We don't even see what's left of their homes after everything that happened because they're just treated as unimportant by that point. You know, we're, we're asserting, oh, we, we swear, we swear that Black Rose and Amy Rose are different people. Okay, so what happened to Black Rose then if she's so important? Wait, what happened? They're just in the void right now. Um, well, I guess nine bring them back to their homes that's the only thing i can think of sure i mean she's got the mm. ship as well but like i'd like to see how they're doing you know like we you know their universes were all cracked the last time we saw them and and filled with eggman stuff you know and, and but that's another yeah. thing is like the show's got too many characters they don't know what to do with nux and rebel when you get to the nature universe they don't know what to do with tails big or knuckles rouge and amy are really the only ones that play any kind of role in that story and you get to the pirate dimension and they're still like they're still figuring out things to do with sails which is ironically one of the funniest things in that and that's, and baton I, i'm gonna is, i'm gonna hold them to that that's actually the funniest name pun i think i think sails and baton <laughs> are really one. funny names like baton's a good one too that, yeah. that they really cooked with the pirate universe too bad everything else in the pirate universe is boring as shit but yeah that that's the thing is they've got so many characters here that need to factor in and it, it's just like again why did we need five eggmans in one universe like where are the Eggmen of the other universe where, where, why is there only one sonic that we see you know like see, my theory with that was that i didn't think there were any other sonic or shadows because sonic was the one who like caused the blast and he escaped it like the prism energy went into him so he was kind of like like i was under the impression that weren't all the universes created when Sonic destroyed the prism, so, like, if he was not hit by the wave of energy, then 
there were no more Sonics made. Yeah, so like is that just I guess how it is? Like, that makes it, he's kind of the seed of that, and that's why kind of the only like, people he meets in these universes. He's like the Big like, Bang, like he's like God. Yeah. I guess that would also make sense with the fact that the only people he meets are kind of different kind of versions of the people he knows already. But that that's another thing that bugs me a lot as well, is like, as um, as Objective Binary says, it's insane for the series that's about different dimensions that Prime has some of the weakest world building of any Sonic show. And yeah, I'm going to double down on that. Because we see all these different dimensions and we only see one location in every single one. Because we only see Green Hill of Sonic's universe. And then the implication is New York City. <laughs> they call the whole universe that. Yeah, they literally refer to his universe as Green Hill. New York City is built on top of the old Green Hill. Fucking um, the the overgrown place is Green Hill. No place is just Green Hill but underwater. I don't know what the fuck Grim is, but I think that's more like Minecraft flat. Like, god damn it, give me Chemical Plant or something at this point, like. You know it's bad when a Sonic fan is asking for Chemical Plant to come back. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, alright. You know, Objective Binary again said, Even Boom and Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog feel better realized with locations. I mean, that was... I Like, yeah. Boom is funny because there's like eight places they can go. And it's like... It's still more than they kind of had. I mean, in there, there are occasional episodes where they go so Like, there's, there's Morristown. <laughs> Remember Morristown? Didn't they have like a sky world once where yeah, they... that's morristown okay yeah i didn't see that part i mean I it was renamed happened. to something reboken it got renamed to because morristown was a crap name um right <laughs> <laughs> i love that ca canon thing in boom that it's just robots cannot come up with good names i all right like okay so this whole thing we've kind of been talking about how we feel about how it was set up and how it sort of played out, like, the fact that there's... I think it's stupid there were no other Sonics, no other Shadows. I think it's dumb how they... Also, how did Shadow sort of didn't... make it? Because we just saw him uh, get wiped out by the armor. thing, didn't we? Shadows just got plot armor, like, the whole time. Or was like, it even, Like, Marie gets thrown into the chasm in Season 3, and then he's like, I've been killing Sonics down here for eight days. That was the thing I found so like, funny he, like, as well. Like, he wasn't hurt. He's like he just—he was just stuck down there because he kept fighting. Like he was not damaged. He wasn't dying. No, he was, was just kicking ass the whole time. That was the thing I found so funny though. Was like how season one, okay, they're taking their time to introduce Shadow. Season two, you get episode one. It's like okay, Shadow's along for the ride. Oh, but he he can't get through the portals. Like for some reason, fucking Black Rose and shit can. <laughs> I don't know. And I, I always thought that was a really flimsy excuse for him to not be in the story. And then season three, episode one drops, and it's like, he can get through the side entrance. There's a little crack in the side that he <laughs> Just can just go get in, through. yeah. And then their excuse for benching him for so much of season three is literally, he just gets tossed aside. <laughs> I don't want to play with you anymore. That is literally just, he, gets, he, gets, he falls in a chasm. <laughs> That's it. And it's, it's one of those things where I think the dynamic between Sonic and Shadow is the best thing in this entire show. So the fact that they keep coming up with different flimsy reasons to not do that just becomes frustrating. I, I realize it could kind of come across as, this show was not about Shadow and I, I wanted it to be, but like, <laughs> it's the best thing in the show for fuck's sake. You know, you, you, you teased me with it. And to be fair... They had the best dynamic, yeah, that's for sure. To be fair, they do follow up a little more with it in Season 3 than they do 
the others. But sadly, even when he's in season three, he's not getting much to do this time. Um, he's more just... I mean, Sonic doesn't even get much to do for the most part of season three. Um, because, okay, I, I mean, season one, I talked about the repetition problem of, like, you know... Sonic constantly getting introduced to OCs effectively. Season 2 had a repetition problem in so much as, like, it's find the shard, lose the shard, find the shard, lose the shard, find the shard, lose the shard, find the shard. It goes on and on and on. You know, it's just, it's very repetitive. Um, season 3 has the same problem as Season 1 and 2 when it comes to repetition, but I think with Season 3, it's the most egregious. Like, I, 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 would you say Season 3 is the weakest one of the bunch? Uh, absolutely. Also, uh, a couple of people are saying season two they, they explain Shadow can't get in because he chaos controlled out of the blast. But like, so what? Who cares? No, okay. Like, that, that's still a flimsy way to keep him out of it. Survive the blast and made it to the it, void. Sure, but, like, it keeps him from getting shattered or whatever. But like, yeah, he should have been. Why able can't to get... he go in? Like, everyone yeah, else can move. I think he should have been able to get through the portals. Like, because I just the... think it's dumb. The thing is, you'd then have a much more interesting story because you'd have that dynamic there. Um, and, you know, to talk about positives... That's exactly what you were saying. To, yeah. talk, to talk about positives... Three, three sucks. I think Shadow is... Like, Prime is one of the best things to happen to Shadow in years. And Shadow is the best thing to happen to that show as well. Like, I really, really love how Shadow's been characterized in Sonic Prime. Where he is a little bit of a loner. He is someone that kind of will go to extreme lengths in order to kind of protect his world and everything like that. You know, we've seen that he kind of disregards the lives of, like, Nine and stuff initially until Sonic kind of persuades him. Uh, but he is someone that's also willing to meet Sonic halfway. He's... He, you'll even see him develop some kind of respect, and there is a very understated affection for Sonic in there, which is something that I've really been wanting to see more of, is a shadow characterization that feels a bit more mature than what we've been kind of getting more recently in, say, well, recent shadow appearances. With the exception of Forces, where I think Shadow was actually done pretty well. But, like, things like Team Sonic Racing, things like Sonic Boom, which I can forgive because it's different, it's a different universe, but, like, when it comes to Team Sonic Racing or Sonic Freeriders, these are meant to be in the same continuity. And I, I don't like Shadow being kind of treated as just like, Urgh, I don't need friends. I, I, I'm just badass. You know, I'm, I'm better than these people. And I think Prime gave us a Shadow that was much more humanized. And on, a mus on another more positive end, I know that it's divisive, but I really, for the most part, like how Sonic is characterized in Sonic Prime. I think he's a little too dense. And I think he's a little too uh, chatty. I, I don't know if that's the right word. They've played up the he's meant to be kind of a little annoying bit too much, I think. But I do like that he is someone that has uh, weaknesses and insecurities and vulnerabilities. Like, the thing is, I, I'm seeing a lot of people say that Sonic has kind of a boundless sense of confidence. But if you have a show about a guy who has made a mistake which has basically cost him all of his friends and his world as he knows it. And then he's just kind of like, <laughs> all right, piece of cake, no sweat. And he's just kind of going through it. He knows he's going to win, and then in the end he wins. I just don't think that's very interesting viewing. I much prefer if Sonic's a little frightened that he may never see his friends again and that this actually matters. I feel like we'll see a little more of that as the show goes on. 
Yeah. Like, once Nine betrays him, I feel like he, he kind of has moments where he's like, oh, shit, dude. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. You I'm know, saying like... I, I like how Prime did that from the get-go, even. Like, I, I know oh, that okay. it, All right. it's something that some people have criticized is Sonic showing these kind of insecurities and stuff because Sonic is kind of meant to be someone who is always optimistic and always knows that there's a way. I... Oh, yeah, sorry. I, I did not grasp what you were saying. I, I totally agree with that because when a character is... I guess when you can say, like, a static character or just, like, a, you know, a character that will not change or go through an arc, then, like, who the hell cares? You know, like, unless this is, like, a 90-year-old man who's done everything in life that he's needed to, like, he's probably not going to change, right? Or, or, or even, like, maybe that doesn't even necessarily work. Think about, like, the yeah, movie I Up. Mean, I just think... You, know, you think, like, Up, like, Carl's going to be a shithead the whole time, but then he turns into being, like, a super nice, really awesome guy. Yeah, if, uh, if Sonic that's weren't like, even... Why would you want to watch someone who's just a shithead the whole time? If Sonic you know, like, that's even not fun. a little upset by the idea that he's maybe killed his friends, he'd be a sociopath. <laughs> like, um, no, But I, I, I do like yeah. that we're seeing a bit more of this in recent years now. And I, I know that there is pushback against it. I know that there are people that prefer Sonic as being a bit more of a force of nature kind of thing. Yeah, yeah they like him to be shitty. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm trying to be respectful here, man. But um, yeah, I'm not. I I think as it is, like Prime and the movies, they're more mass market things, and I just I don't think the mass market are going to take to Jesus Christ Sonic as they are a Sonic who's I guess his cockiness and confidence is more contextualized by him kind of being powered by the ones he loves, kind of you know. I, I think that kind of stuff just resonates more with the general audience, you know? It's kind of like what they did with, like, you know, why David Tennant's Doctor Who is successful, is that Doctor Who was much more of a flat character before that, but then we had, like, David Tennant, who's, like, a Doctor who could fall in love, he could cry, he could have, you know, insecurities, he wasn't perfect. There's a reason why people loved that, you know? And I just think there's much more demand for that kind of Sonic these days. And I think while Prime Sonic is better on paper than it is in the actual show... I do like what they've done with Sonic here, and the idea of his signature impatience, which has always been so firmly embedded into the DNA of the character, dating back to his idol animations in Sonic 1, making that impatience kind of his weakness was a really smart move in my opinion. Yeah, no, that's... And you know, we were talking about the whole shadow thing, and I, I know people don't like the... And, you know, he's kind of stupid. Sonic's kind of stupid. We can admit this. I, I think his characterization would have looked a lot better if Shadow was there the whole time. Yes. Because then you could really see where Sonic needs to improve, and you could see how the two of them, like, grow as the show goes on. You but as it is, the... like, you know, those moments... People keep saying, like, oh, so the, the parts of Sonic and Shadow are the best parts in the entire show. So we could have had a whole show of that. Yeah, but like instead if, it's just like that's the thing is you've had the good cop bad cop kind of dynamic going on here. Um there's even like a bit I love as well because I I know that people are saying that Sonic is a little short of kind of some of the cool badass moments that Sonic does tend to have like even in the movies where he's a bit more of a sensitive fella than he is in the games. He still gets like badass moments. Um I I think Prime Season 3 is a moment in episode 1 where like uh shadow is like right i'm i'm gonna if you know 
that nine is mine and then like sonic is like no nah, i'm gonna try and reason with him first it's like okay well if that fails he's mine and then sonic's like no if that fails he's ours i was like oh that goes hard that's kind of metal you know i was like that that's 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 good stuff you know I, I think there are problems with just how dense and how oblivious sonic can be in this but i don't mind seeing him a bit shaken up by what's happened and being a bit less than he usually is because of that but I kind of wish they'd maybe said something about that. Maybe he had like a line of dialogue or two. Or maybe shown that in his home universe, he's not a fucking useless idiot. Because that's the thing is, even before the shatter of the Paradox Prism, he's still making a lot of mistakes in that like he, you know, he stomps on Eggman in his pseudo Egg Dragoon armor, which causes the earthquake and Tails is mad at him. And just throughout the entire show, all the stuff we see of the home universe is people being like, Sonic, you're a fucking idiot, dude. Like, even Amy thinks Sonic is an idiot. Like, especially, like, towards the end when Sonic is like, oh, yeah, I just wanted to make these two of these chili dogs a good. And it's like, yeah, sure, Sonic. I don't hate the idea of this arc where it starts off with no one taking Sonic seriously and people gradually learn to respect him. That's one of the things I really do like about Sonic Prime. But I kind of wish we'd kept that to the multiverse characters and that in the home universe we'd establish that Sonic is a competent guy, you know? Yeah. Yeah, someone with, like, flaws, but someone who, you know, at the end of the day, like, he can get the job done, but I feel like Prime does treat Sonic as a bit of an oaf a little too often. So it's one of those things where I love what they've done on paper. I don't think the execution is brilliant. But, like, compared to kind of my other issues here, that's the least of my worries, because... My god, like, if repetition was a problem, it absolutely in impacts the pacing. Season 1, 2, and 3, I thought were way too slow-paced. I thought, like, we had, like, a good... I, I don't know, like, That's 60 all... minutes worth of material between those two seasons. And holy fuck, when you get to season 3, it's egregious. Season... I think I... I, <laughs> I posted on Twitter while I was watching season 3 that I felt like I had been watching like two solid episodes of just the characters running around beating up robots and i know that's the gameplay of the games but like that's not enough for a show you know like i think pop you you actually went and like gauged how much that actually was and yeah, you found so... that like 40 something minutes of season three was just a big fight yeah so which I, is over I was... half of like it's like two episodes it's like when exactly I what i said editing the review I took my footage, I, I went into the episodes where I'd got them recording stuff, and I basically pasted every bit of the battle into the timeline. And it, it does admittedly include some of the character interactions within the battle, but I just wanted to see how long that battle was. And it was 55 minutes and 32 seconds of just beating up robots. And the thing that makes it worse is that, like, when we're shown these robots, they take on kind of the form of like uh sonic uh thorn rose birdie rouge knuckles etc but they are just cannon fodder they don't act as bots to mimic those characters they are just pure cannon fodder and there are so many instances where it's like okay the fight looks like it's over they're getting back up and the show wants me to they feel just excited about up, this yeah. I, like after a while the nine goes i need more power and then they just do it again for another 20 minutes yeah i remember when like the fucking big the cat robot arrived and i was already kind of exhausted by that point i was like ah oh, big the cat robot's kind of cool and he didn't really do anything it just spat out end. more cannon fodder 
Can I ask a question about that? Go on. So, like, you know when he brings out the the alphas or whatever, like the alpha robots and the big the cat robot, and Sonic's like, how could you? And, like, is it implied to be that those are literally the versions of his friends that are, like, stuck in limbo being used as robots because like why else would he be so upset about it who the fuck cares i don't think so like, I, remember I think he's it's... like big not even big and it's like well who who cares it's not really big i think it was like, more you just that kill it's it. like it's big is so pure that it's like why would you make an attack bot out of big i thought was more than he, he did it with the other ones too and and yeah, nine was like is... yeah they're my friends now and big... it's like yeah it's so weird like it's that's the thing i don't I get it like it, it just it makes sense that's the thing I also find so weird about it, though, is just kind of the mixed messaging of kind of some of the narrative points. Like, there's the whole bit where, um, where Nine, at the end of Season 2, is like, if you restore your old world, do you know what happens to me? And he's offended because he feels like he doesn't matter to Sonic, you know? It's like, if he dies, he dies. That's what I took from that. That's how the dialogue exchange plays out. It's never asked again. Like, that is not a question. Yeah, then they just don't do that. You go, hey, before. maybe instead we just don't do that. And then there's also, like, the fact that, okay, the implication towards the end is, like, you know, Sonic sees the two palm trees in Nine's workshop, and he's like, I'm sorry, I didn't appreciate you what you were trying to do. You were right all along. Like, this grim idea was good. I, I, I didn't understand. And that's why we were fighting all along. But N Nine has so many opportunities throughout Season 2 and that finale to say to Sonic... No, this is part of my plan. Green Hill is a part of my idea, you know? But no, Nine outright says to him, we're not rebuilding your old, your old world. He, he outright says that. So how can he be mad at Sonic for thinking that he was just abandoning all hopes of bringing back the original Green Hill? E even then, we're never given any kind of in-depth idea of what Nine's plan to even bring back Green Hill would be. What, rebuild it in Grimm? Make copies of the original characters? doesn't change the fact that they still suffered the same fates you know like and that's never explored once like sonic never asks how does this work nine never says this is what i'm doing and it's one of those things where i i like the idea that they were on the same page all along and that maybe communication was the issue but when the, the problem is there's so many opportunities arising for them to have those conversations I don't, I don't mind so much if it's like, oh, we're caught up in the bluster of the situation. There's so much going on. We didn't get the chance to talk. But no, they're literally saying things that contradict these intentions. So it, it just feels like I'm being gaslit here, you know? <laughs> like, it doesn't... It's not communicated well enough. It's... There are so many things about the whole thing that... They don't really work when you go back and look... Like, even on paper, like, you'd say, like, oh, this is his plan. And it's like, it doesn't make sense because... He would have had to have been lying to Sonic the entire time, from Sonic's perspective. You know, and that's why Shadow is like, you can't trust him, he's gonna betray you. But they're... Like, like I, I don't get... Like, okay, first of all, I like villain tales, I like that idea. Hmm. Because I think the way I phrased it was... Giving Sonic a villain that he... Not only has never fought before, but also doesn't want to fight, like he's never wanted it to come to this... Is interesting. You know, I like, love, I like um, the fact that he does not want to fight him. Yeah, but I love the concept of, like, Sonic goes, goes to a new world that isn't his own and meets a Tails that isn't the Tails that he knows, but he immediately trusts him because to him he's Tails and everything like that. 
And he kind of disregards the fact that, no, this is another universe where anything can kind of be possible. And he doesn't expect to be betrayed by him. And then he does. And then Tails, with all of his brains, wants to play God. That is such a cool idea. But it's just, it's so under. I, I like how he's got his head, like, popping up in different dimensions and stuff, being like a Crash Bandicoot Oh, yeah, the villain, Blade Runner like, shit like, there was cool. taunting you. But, like, the thing about it is, it gets really annoying. Because Sonic... You know, remember you said he was like, if he messes up again, then he's ours. Like, you know, implying that he will take Nine out. Hey, he did it. <laughs> but, like, throughout the entire 59-minute battle, like, he keeps going, Nine! This, this isn't, isn't you, Nine! Nine! Stop! Nine, please! You don't want to do this! But, like, think about how he, like, halfway through the fight or whatever, he causes those two other tails to be basically, like, atomized in an explosion. As far and, as like, anyone from knows, everyone's yes, like... perspective. They're dead. And Sonic keeps going, this isn't you! You don't need to do this! And I don't know, and I don't understand why Sonic, who wants to protect his friends and cares about everyone, is like, nah, he doesn't give a shit that Nine just killed two other Tails, four Tails even, because yeah, they have and... four together. Like, it, it's such a weird plot hole, because, like, why does Nine get more leeway than anyone else when he may have, in fact, just killed people? Yeah, two other you know, tails. Like, like, I, I get it. Like, Sonic loves tails. And, and Sonic has been shown to like he, he wants to care about tails more than anyone else in the entire show. Like, remember the last time they leave Green Hill Zone, he doesn't even talk to like Amy Rouge yeah, or Knuckles. He just me, goes, right? "Tails, I'll see you again, buddy." Like, it, it's like it's such a huge weird issue that like, and I think this is where people are like saying they hates characterization, and I kind of agree because in season three he just becomes an insufferable dickhead because like. I guess he doesn't draw the line at murder if uh, it's not his fault. Yeah, he's just like, like nobody hurts my friends. Nine kills two other Taileses. This isn't you, except Nine. Tails. <laughs> Tails can hurt my friends. That's okay. Tails can hurt you know, Tails. Like, On only Tails can hurt alive. Tails, damn it. And I know that they're alive. Like, obviously they're not dead because that would probably up the rating. But And the writers know that they're not dead, but I feel like they wrote it almost like every character just subconsciously knew that they're not dead. And then when they show up, they go, wow, you're alive? So, like, it doesn't line up. You, like, if you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, I think, one of my biggest problems with it, aside from, like, the, just how stupidly long all of the combat lasts. Yeah, th There's, then... like, nothing of good substance in this season. But it's just, that's the thing. It's, like, it's not like there aren't ideas you could have packed it with. Like, we... <sighs> Something that was so exciting to me was the idea of going to a universe where a Tails that's gone too far has played God and created the world in his image. We got Minecraft flat, and that's it. We got a dome, and a castle, and some robots, and that's fucking it. Well, I mean, it. I, I like the idea that he hasn't built it yet. Like, that's Like, he, he obviously has plans, he hasn't built it yet. But the potential, Whatever. the potential to explore his vision a little. I would have rather had that than fucking fighting for 55 minutes. Yeah. I would have liked to see it be slowly built up over the course of the... Like, you know what would have been cool? If Nine had been like, I'm not threatened by any of you people, let the robots deal with it, and you could have just seen him building stuff up, like, throughout the episodes. Yeah, but and instead he's just standing on top of a tower going, you know? you know, like... That was another thing I noticed with those little Blade Runner holograms as well, where... Like, he's losing, and he's just going, ah, ah, he's really angry. He's like, mate, you sure you don't want to turn off the mic for this? You look he, like kind of an idiot. He, he literally, like, I was thinking they were going for, like, a, 
you know, every time he's like, I need more power, and then he's like struggling to contain it, I thought like he was going to start taking damage, you know, like he was going to start chattering or something. Yeah. But he just keeps going. He just keeps fucking, he handles it better than Sonic does. Yeah. Like, I, there's like no, there's setup to so many things that could have happened. And then there's really like no consequence. There is no like unique action. Like they just kind of show that it's like it's like slamming action figures together. I feel like you mentioned that before. Or something. Yes. It's... You know, like about like Marvel shows. Like they just keep slamming action figures together until the show ends. Yeah, literally. And like it's it's not even like they're interesting action figures. Like this is this is a tails with an eye patch versus a, a, a rouge with a with a ponytail or something. I don't know. Like um. Yeah, like, uh, man, it's, oh, God, it's, it's so boring, it's you know? Funny. Like, There's so many, like, with even little tweaks. Like, if the two tails, you know, Mangy and Sails exploded, and then Sonic went, like, like clenched his fist and went, okay. You know, that that's all. You know, like, then, like, actually started doing something else, then I think yeah, it would have been maybe a... maybe he's just like, okay, worse. Shadow, he's all yours. <laughs> I can't do this. Yeah, I give up. He sits down, cries, weeps, pisses, shits. Ah, uh, I don't know about that. Comes. No. <laughs> oh man. Um. Okay. So other things. Other things. Other things. Um. Because I don't know. I feel like I've said enough, and I've like I'm gonna start repeating myself at this point. Well, that's the thing as well. Is we've got like <laughs> we've obviously discussed very constructive ideas for how they could remedy some of these problems, but the thing is. Uh, we kind of want to do that as its own video, don't we, really? Like, yeah, yeah, um, kinda. But, like, as it is, it, what it reeks to me of is, like, they maybe wanted to make a 10-episode miniseries or something. Maybe a feature. And Netflix ordered 23 episodes, and they just didn't know what to fill a lot of the time with. And I'm going to say this right now. Kudos to the animators for making for making that all happen. You know, like, imagine being one of the animators in that studio. It's like, okay, turn the page. Oh, oh, the robots get back up. We got to do five more minutes of them fighting the robots, you know? That can't have been fun. Like, if that was repetitive for us to watch, I'd imagine how repetitive it must have been to animate it. Um, and it, it, it just strikes me as like, yeah, this was meant to be 10 episodes or something. What can we do? Oh, I don't know. Copy paste uh, that action beat. Copy paste. This isn't you nine in there, you know? Um, keep going back to the, the ocean world so there's nothing we really need to animate exactly and it's, it's what bugs me is that there. there's definitely things that we could have filled that time with um, and I will give away one of them because I've already talked about it in my review um, but one of my biggest issues with Sonic Prime is that this was meant to be the show that's most like the games, most faithful but the actual OG cast aside from Sonic and maybe Shadow occasionally we don't really see them outside of the first and last episode, save for one flashback in one of the forest episodes. And that sucks, because... Man, I don't want to talk about flashbacks with those sprite things they did. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that, because I have some things to <laughs> Jeez, say about dude. that. Um, but... Oh, man. There was just, like, the flashback with, like, Amy Rose and the palm tree and it's Sonic's birthday and stuff like that. Um, and, yeah, what bugs me is, like, when I'm seeing a Sonic show, 
I want to see these other guys. I I, I want to see Tails. I want to see Amy. I want to see Knuckles. I want to see the OG Eggman and stuff like that. And for fuck's sake, they got character posters in the first season. But over the course of three seasons, they've got like, what, 20 minutes of screen time tops? And that just sucks. I, I, I want to see these guys, you know? Like, and I think a way they maybe could have remedied that is if they actually had like whole episodes devoted to flashbacks that support the themes of the show. So rather than have just like a couple of minutes of Sonic's birthday and uh, he doesn't quite understand, you know, the sentimentality behind the palm tree, maybe make that an entire episode, you know? Like, so we can actually get some of that Sonic action. Because when I watch this, I think how much I want to see Wild Brain work on another Sonic show with this animation style. How much I want to see this voice cast return, but I don't want to see pirate characters or or cave characters, or or Mr. Dr. Eggman, I, I want to see the characters I actually care about, the ones I love, you know, like, and it just, it, it feels like if this show had released in, like, the late 2000s, it would have maybe been a hit, because back then, like, the whole sentiment was, oh, I only want Sonic, I hate his friends, like, I, I don't know, it's, uh, I don't know Wait, about you, it, like, it feels like Jacksepticeye had more screen time than the main cast. Was Jacksepticeye in that show? Yeah, he played a, a pirate called Jack. Okay. He, he was just right, a cameo that. at the end of one of the pirate episodes, and I think in the finale cameos as well. Uh, it does remind me of it's one joke. Neat, there is one it's... joke that did legitimately have me laughing, and it, it's another YouTuber cameo, but where uh, one of the New York City the soldiers... YouTubers were in this? Just two, I think. But there was a New York City soldier who's just this little cat girl or something. I don't know. kind of looks like Blaze. And Mr. Dr. Eggman is talking about how, you know, they're above everyone else. And this little cat girl is like, you better get with the program, mister, or you're going to see how much worse this can get. And he just stops for a second. He's like, I don't know who you are. And she just folds her arms looking all indignant. And I was like, that's actually really funny. I, I don't... It wasn't Mr. Dr. Eggman. It was Dr. Deep. But that was genuinely the funniest moment in the show. And, and that, that's the, the thing. Is, line. I don't even know who you are. I don't think that Prime does comedy anywhere near as well as Boom did, for example. Um, a lot of the comedy just kind of came across as a bit cringe. But like, like two separate kinds of comedy too, though. Like Boom was very like, like smart. Yeah, Boom was guess, like, like the Larry David of like Sonic comedy. It was like Sonic. It, it is like a Seinfeld. It's yeah, like a yeah, Seinfeld it's, it's Sonicfeld. Sonic. And as someone who loves Seinfeld and loves Sonic the Hedgehog, that's right up my street. Prime's comedy is uh, what would I best For compare kids. it? <clears throat> I ain't gonna okay, actually, you know, I remember one thing from the entire show that actually had me cackling mm -hmm. is uh, the one time I think it's. I don't know which time it's when he's in no place, the ocean place, where, like, I think the, the pirates are turning against Sonic, and Catfish, the big, the cat guy, does not want to shoot at Sonic. So uh -huh. Froggy jumps off his head and starts shooting at him with, like, the turret. I, I like, that was, I think, the funniest part of the entire show. That is quite funny. I think that was just so fucking funny to have Froggy jump up and just try to annihilate someone. I am like, seeing folks saying that Boom was meta-humor. Boom wasn't all meta humor. It, it does had... have some meta humor. It, it's bad in there, yeah. Yeah, it has some. It, like well. for for example, like the Tomatopotamus video game, and he's like, oh yeah, Tomatopotamus wasn't the same since the jump to two D or three D rather. Um, but it was not all meta humor. Like bits like you know, um, when they're babysitting 
And um, Tails like, I think the baby's hungry. And Sonic's like, oh, we could give it a chili dog. And he's like, the baby doesn't have teeth yet. And uh, he's like, okay, we'll put it in the blender then. And then Knuckles tries to put the baby in the blender. He's like, the chili dog, not the baby. That's not meta. There's nothing meta about that. That's just fucking funny. Or like... Um... like I saw a clip of the, um, the one where I think they were talking about Sonic taking swimming lessons. And he's like, I can't take swimming lessons. The kids are so mean. And then Knuckles goes... That's why on the first day, you got to find the biggest one in the yard and beat him up. And yes. they go, Knuckles, that's prison. That's... And he goes, only if you let it be. Like, I love it. Just fucking like, it's just about. like, you could tell the writers were like, hey, I know how to make people do a little laugh. You yeah, know? no, it's it's genuinely so funny. Or like when Knuckles is like preparing the turkey uh, dinner or something, and he's just got his hands in the two turkeys and he's making them talk to each other. And... Um... Yeah, just stuff like that is fucking hilarious. Like, and I realize that most of the humor, pretty much every example we brought up has been Knuckles. But like, remember the time when like Robotnik is like, he's making cookies that will turn everyone into Eggmen. And then Sonic notices the cookies like, oh, this is going to be way better than the last time someone left baked goods on my doorstep. And Knuckles just pops out of a birthday cake. Knuckles in the cake. (laughs) (laughs) it's literally like fucking family guy levels of humor like when i think about like because it's cutaway it's a cutaway gag right there (laughs) like it just sits there on him with the sparklers for like six seconds they don't say anything (laughs) that woman that always goes my baby and there's that one episode where her wallet gets stolen she goes my baby pictures (laughs) it's so fucking stupid but it's so funny um yeah, Prime ain't that, you know? Like, Prime ain't that. Prime's idea of comedy is, like, having Sonic fall from a very high space and then falling into the garbage can, like, nine times. Okay, admittedly, And the then in, like, can. the last episode, he falls on the top of it. Yeah, the garbage can gag. Which I gag. thought was, like, the only funny execution of it. No, because the first time they did the garbage can gag, you see the open garbage can, he falls next to it, which is funny. Then in the last one, he falls on top of it as opposed to in it. I must admit that is quite funny. <laughs> there are like parts. There are like little parts here and there that are like clever. Yeah. But then like, you can see like most of it's targeted towards like, oh, this kid will sit here and watch them destroy robots for 45 minutes because they have nothing else to do. Yeah. You no, know, definitely. like, it's not engaging enough for everybody. You know, like most Sonic. Okay. Sorry, I need to say this. I need to say this. Sonic's a kids franchise. It's for kids. Yes. But it's not... Like, I think a lot of the people who make these things know that it is not just for kids. Like, right. Even though it is technically targeted at kids. So, like, the fact that Sonic Boom is so, like, intelligently funny is... It's, like, a good sign that these people knew, like, we're making a kids cartoon, but it can be enjoyed by a range of people. It's a lot it's funnier like, like than it has SpongeBob. any right to be. Like, you know? it's, um... like, SpongeBob is for kids, but if you watch those early seasons, it's funny as fuck, like, all the time. Yeah, it's like, so, I, like uh, yeah, I recognize that, When you, you know... get here, it's, like, it's it's sort of mind-numbing in most things, in, like, most regards. Like, the, this is specifically a Sonic show that feels like it's made for kids who are not going to be making a two-hour-long podcast about their grievances. Yeah, no, I, I 100% agree. I think there always needs to be that little bit of self-awareness when talking about something like this, is that... Like, I think the thing with a lot of Sonic media is it falls into that category of it's made for children, but adults can enjoy it too. And I, I think Prime skirts the line a little bit. Like, I think it's a bit more 
intended for kids than most Sonic media is, which is so strange considering it is trying to have a deeper story than most Sonic media. Like, it's a story about kind of redemption, these different characters gaining respect for Sonic. Like, again, like, as I've mentioned, like, ideas that work really well on paper. I love the idea of, like, Sonic making these different th uh, friends throughout each shadow space and saving them. And then at the end, after he sacrificed himself, he's weak and he can't get home by himself, all of these multiverse friends help him get home. I love that idea so much. That's a wonderful idea for a conclusion. But it just doesn't land right, because it's taken too long to get here, for starters. I don't really care very much about these characters, either, because we spent way too much time with them just fighting with other things. We didn't really establish what makes these guys who they are. I think they did it the best with maybe some of the Amy Rose characters, and I did like that they formed that little sisterhood between Rusty Rose, uh, Black Rose, and Thorn Rose. Kind of like yeah, that. I like that. I, I like that they, they found the common ground and they sort of, like, they do the, you know what's funny? That's mm -hmm. kind of like the Spider-Man No Way Home thing. Yeah, it is a bit. Remember how, like, Andrew Garfield is like, I've never had brothers, and, yeah, and then no, they're definitely. like, like, it's the exact same thing a little bit. I do get the feeling that there was a lot of Marvel inspiration here, like, that whole battle on the Grim felt like it wanted to be the endgame final battle. <clears throat> I don't know. I just... I wish it was a bit different, but... Again, I think it was made with kids in mind primarily, and I think it's sad because I, I don't think if something is made for kids, it necessarily has to be mind-numbingly boring. Yeah. And I you know, like, why would I want my kid to watch something that's boring and stupid? That's another thing. Someone was, like, mentioning that uh, to me in my comments. They're like, all of your criticisms mean nothing because the show's for kids and you're not a kid. I was like, yeah, but I think it's going to matter to a kid if the show's boring. And, like, I, I find Prime is just, it's boring. Like, it has its moments, but the show on a whole, boring. I, I think the problem is, you, in season three especially, you've got two episodes worth of content there across six and i think you know you could probably make a really solid two hour sonic feature film out of sonic prime and it would be yeah, quite good i feel like you probably recut the whole thing into a, you'd, like you'd, a movie that works you'd fix the most egregious problem with it and that's the pacing um or, or you could make a relatively palatable 10 episode miniseries would it still be flawed yeah you'd still have questions get brought up that are never really answered you'd still have the chaos council but it, it, it would it would be alright, you know? I think it would be a lot better than Prime as we have it now. And I, think I don't that's... hate the Chaos Council either. They're just kind of... I, I wish they had done a little bit more instead of making them just so one-note and silly. I'm gonna be real, I, 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 the deadly I'm gonna be real, I hate them. You know, like... <laughs> uh, they I don't are blame more... you for that. It's just... I feel like they could have been better. For me, they're more egregious like than things. the Deadly Six. Because it's like... The Deadly Six is like, you made a lame Sonic villain, alright? But you make Eggman lame Six and you've committed times. a crime. Yeah, okay. Alright, I, I, I feel that. I, I, I think I like them more because they are Eggman as opposed to the Deadly Six. But I know. guess. I mean, I think um, the thing that they missed <laughs> is that even though Eggman is often a comedic character, he's got to have a little dignity, you know? Especially if we're trying to believe that this is the Eggman that won. Like... I understand that, like, Boom Eggman, for example, is much softer than regular Eggman. But... Soft boy. He at least has a little dignity. He's got a little self-respect, you know? Like, 
or that or just the fact that it's a different universe he plays a different purpose he's more like equivalent to like newman in seinfeld you know like than <laughs> like it's yeah. a good comparison actually well yeah i kind of see like sonic boom as kind of being that like sonic is jerry tails is george knuckles is kramer amy's uh uh ah fuck why does the name elude elu- me julia louise dreyfus's character elaine elaine yeah how did i how did i miss that amy's elaine robotnik sure. is newman it it just it works. Metburger is the cafe equivalent, you know. Um, yeah, I I don't mind them repurposing characters, but I I just feel like the purpose of Eggman in Prime didn't match the Eggman that we got there. Um, so I I I really don't like the Chaos Council at all. It kind of really rubs me up the wrong way, if you will. Shut up, Dylan. You're talking too much. You talk. Well, I, I was. I didn't want to follow up on the rubbing comment. I was trying to wait till you changed the subject. You're talking far too much, Dylan. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> uh, okay, here I can respond to this. Chip fan says the Deadly Six are passable. Have written by Ian Flynn. I'd say just fucking barely. I, I, I to, think it's really I need, difficult to make them worth it. I need to read the Zedia. They just really aren't. Like, um, like Hypersuck says. Awesome <laughs> name, by the way. Um, I'm always gonna have a problem with Zavok, whether he's well-written or not, because he is clearly meant to be Sonic Bowser. Like, you can see it in his design, you can just see it in every aspect of him. He's Sonic Bowser. Sonic doesn't need a Bowser. You can write him well. If he did, at least make him good. At least make a good Bowser, because Bowser kicks ass. You can write... Yeah, but Sonic don't need a Bowser. Sonic has Eggman. He doesn't need a Bowser. He doesn't need a Bowser, but, you know, they gave him one and he wasn't good. Just, just, just Mario doesn't need an Eggman. Eggman. Mario doesn't need Eggman, Sonic doesn't need a Bowser. These are their things, you know? Um, but, like, I, I think he can be written well. I, I still need to read the, the the Zeddy stories in the IDW to really judge how Ian Flynn treats the Deadly Six. I've heard that they're written pretty well. Um, I'll have to see, but they're I'm always okay. just... They're okay. They're fine. It's like, I just feel like there's too much damage done with them already. Like, there's nothing that can make me take them seriously at this point. I think fundamentally... I think the only Zavik. time I liked... Okay, actually, Zavik and the Bad Guys uh, uh, mini-series in IDW, I think, was better. I think he was definitely, like, a big step in the right direction, but I, I kind of just don't want them to be there. Like, they don't look like they belong in the series. If that makes sense. Like, I feel like they could just do better. I mean, they're also in a different art style altogether. Like, you, yeah. you, you know how they could make Zavok work for me? Just make him look like a red version of Steppenwolf from Zack Snyder's Justice League. You see what he looks like? I'm going to send you a picture. Yeah, but that's just you. Huh? I've seen Steppenwolf. You know what he looks like? Yeah. How he's no, I've, metal I've seen shit? your videos, and I've seen the movies. So. Oh, man. I didn't know you'd seen my videos on DC stuff. Yeah, I watched a lot of them because I was like, why does he like this fucking shit? Whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean you don't like Zack Snyder's Justice League? <laughs> I don't know. I don't like, like, three-hour movie in black and white about, like... It's not in black and white. And it's not three hours, it's four hours. It's not in black and white? It's not in black and white. No, there's a black and white cut you can watch on HBO Max, but it's in color. Oh, well, yeah, that's the only one I could watch. Well, now you gotta watch it. <laughs> Well, no, the color's not gonna fix it. I'm just saying, like, no, you gotta, you gotta come just... to my house. You gotta come to my house, sit down with me, Sam, and Dom, <laughs> watch it with us, and and you'll see how much me, Sam, and Dom are just clapping and and shitting and stuff, and and you 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 
you want to be a part of it. I like the I like the idea of having like that more gritty DC universe, but I just I feel like it doesn't land super well for me. I don't know why. Even people that hate Batman v Superman like Snyder's Justice League. Yeah, I thought the overwhelming consensus was that it was awful. What Snyder's Justice League? Yeah, I thought it was bad. I thought like that was what everyone said. No, no, no. First of all, don't get Where your opinions from other people. Regular one. First of all, do not get your opinions Yo, from other I people. I saw it. I didn't like it. What do you mean you saw it? <laughs> I saw it. it. I didn't like it. it. I you... thought people didn't like it. No, it's got 72% on Rotten Tomatoes from critics and 93% from I... audience members. I just told you I watched it. It was in black and white. Nah, you didn't. Because yeah, you watched the black and white version, man. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't tell the characters apart because I'm a dog. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, no, you're invited to my apartment. Okay, I'll buy a plane ticket eventually. Yeah, get over it. We we got two guest beds. You can pick which one you want. You can have the firm one or the soft one. Hmm. I'll have to think about it. <laughs> Man. Let's go play Mario. I'm sick of this. No, we, we got a podcast to do, and we've got fan funding to read out. Oh, yeah. Let's do the fan funding. I mean, do, do you want to, like, shall we just wrap up our thoughts on Prime? I feel like we're not done yet. I, I don't know. I just feel, I feel like we're not done. I don't know. I feel like I've talked more than I've ever wanted to talk about Prime no, but you got to have, like, a concluding point, right? Okay, my conclusion on Prime is that I really like the voice cast. I like some of what they tried to do, but so much of what happened in that show could have been cut down to, like, a 45-minute picture. And I think it still would have just been okay. I kind of want to do that. I kind of, I, I want to do a recut. I want to cut it. Okay. Maybe I will. Netflix will love that. No, I'm not doing this for them. <laughs> Email me for a mega link. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, okay, shall we do <clears throat> Super Chats? Yeah, yeah, I'm down. All right, you start us off then. All right, first one from our pal Jamal Simmons, $2. Uh, happy B-Theory weekend, guys. Milk Bro Forever Pup, in all caps. Hell yeah, I get my Thanks, name man. in it now. Hell yeah. Glad to see you every time. Mr. SP sends two US dollars, says, Sonic Prime was certainly a thing that happened. Thank you, Mr. SP. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. No kidding. All right, uh, from Sonic Fan sixteen sixty one. This is in, in reference to me talking about my dreams. Us talking about our dreams earlier. Please tell us more of your dreams. You have one more in you. Uh, um, I mean, I guess that that weird being hunted by a serial killer dream. It was it was sort of like I was like a fledgling Batman or something because I remember jumping in like a really cool car and driving out of a tunnel and like you know like like popping out of the side of a mountain. So that was kind of neat. But also, I didn't want to get killed, so... You know, that, that was kind of how that went. That's fair. I once had a dream <laughs> that I was hosting a Halloween fancy dress party, and I invited Nick. Okay. And, um... He, uh... He invited terrorists. He invited terrorists to, to the party, and they shot me in the back of the Nick, head. Nick, what the fuck? And after they shot me in the back of the head, I was really pissed off. I I, I went to Nick, who was just high. He, he he was just keeping himself to himself in one of the rooms upstairs. I was like, "What the fuck? You're not even taking part in this party." I said, "Nick, you need to get these guys out of here." Like, 
<laughs> what were you thinking? And uh, and so it goes. Um, so yeah. Um, next up, we got Daza S with ten pounds. Hi both. I hope you are well. Do you think the film may be delayed to next year, taking the actors' writer strike into account and lack of time to render the visual effects in time for the release date? I think given that nothing's been announced now about any kind of delay, I don't think that's going to be the case. Not to mention that all through the strike, I mean, for starters, I don't think it was impacted by the writer's strike. That like that script was written by then. The other thing is, I think they were working mainly on a lot of the special effects stuff while the actor strike was going on. Like, there were articles at the time saying, like, Sonic 3 is currently shooting without actors. And um, that could also lead to the possibility that human characters will be in it a lot less. Uh, but I don't know exactly. Um, yeah, I'd be down for that. But yeah, so that that's... I, I think if nothing's been announced yet, I, I wouldn't say expect anything of that kind of ilk. So yeah. Uh, so then we got one from Omega Mr. Salty. It's an, uh, I think it's... What is that? Australian $299? Sure. I guess so. Thank you. I appreciate it. Do I'm going to read the next one because there's not a message for that one? If you want, it's up to you. Okay. So next up, we got Sonic Fan 1661 again. $2. Knuckles. Knuckles will throw the bowling ball through a wall. I'm going to guess that. Yeah, probably. I feel like he's going to like destroy the mechanism that puts the pins down. You know, we've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've all been there. Um, okay, so SonicFan1661 sends two US dollars, a further two US dollars. I like the splat joke in the Grim. Gotta laugh. I'm, I'm gonna be honest, I need to know what that was. That's when he fell out of the sky or something. Like, he just... He falls a lot in Sonic Prime. You're oh, up, yeah, you sorry. bitch. Come on. Uh... I thought you were going to continue with the no, splat. Just okay. read the fucking thing, you giant bastard. Uh, $5 from Crimson Rose. Hey, guys. How are y'all been doing? It's nice to see Sunset City again. I missed you guys. We missed you, too. We missed Thanks. you, too. I, I bet you're still missing half of us. <laughs> but that's okay. We've got them in scarecrow form. Grave Gravestones are so last gen. <laughs> oh, it's me now, isn't it? Uh, yes. Oh, hell yeah. So, Sonic fan 1661, the ever generous Sonic fan 161661, six, fuck, no, it doesn't matter, sends five US dollars. I don't get why they market it as being a Sonic show, but like barely anything that really screams Sonic happens. I don't know how <laughs> to describe it. No, I, I am with you there. Like, I mean, I guess it's a well, Sonic show about, in so much as... Boom? Or are they talking about Prime? Oh, that's a good question. Because if anything, yeah, we're like, talking boom, about boom, boom. Less Sonicy stuff happens, but um, I don't know. It's got Sonic in it, right? You know, like, I don't know. I, I, I'm aware that Boom yeah. is not even my ideal Sonic show, but it is my favorite. It's one of those things where oftentimes the things I love the most are not necessarily the way I always imagined or hoped it would be, but things that just make me go, "This is fucking great," you know, like Snyder's mm. DC films that. Dylan hates and needs to rewatch with the right headspace. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I I don't think it's for me. I think they're too broody. Have you seen the Batman? Yeah. Did you like it? 
I. That's a weird one for me because I liked it, but I almost fell asleep while I was watching it. What the fuck is actually your problem, dude? I I'm old and like shitty, and I have no energy. And the I was sitting in a movie for three hours watching the Batman, and movie. I was like, it was good. I liked it, but also okay. One thing I need to. This is like a very like weird thing to bring up, I think. But I have bad eyes, so watching a movie in a movie theater is really hard for me because I have bad peripheral vision. Well, why not just? So get it's good very eyes, difficult then. when it's so just, dark. Just improve. Well, I'm trying. Go on a These journey of self improvement or something. Eyes. Clean they em. keep going. Every time I go to the doctor, they're like, "Oh, sorry, the tests didn't. Er, sorry, not the 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 the, uh, the trials didn't bring any good feedback. So I guess you're just gonna go blind eventually." Right. Listen. Next I'm time like, I see man. you, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring some Windex and a cloth. And I'm gonna work on those eyes of yours. Okay. All right. Thanks, man. No worries, man. I got you. Appreciate I've it. always got you. He's always got my back. You always deserve to enjoy these things as much as I do. So, um. The episode is over. Um, did, uh, uh, bye, I guess. No, wait. D Dylan, what are you working on right now? I I don't know, man. As a YouTuber. I'm bouncing between so many things. I mean, we're working on one. <laughs> I'm we working are... on my self-esteem. Oh, same here, buddy. I mean, we are working on a little something, potentially, right? Yeah, we haven't we haven't started yet, but we we actually along the uh, the lines of today's podcast, we we wanted to write up a like Sonic Prime, like a more inspired Sonic Prime. A new. I want to say in the Prime. nicest way to say it properly. I want to say like a Sonic Prime with good ideas well, instead see, of I, bad I, ideas. I, 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 I never like presenting <laughs> it as that because I feel like we're opening ourselves up for ridicule if it doesn't work. Like that's the thing. I am is... joking, but also I. I'm not joking. I don't think anyone ever sets out to make a bad show, you know? And we're sure as hell not. But I just think if we're going to say it's better, we're going to open ourselves up to problems. I think we should say, this is our vision for what we would And prefer. it's better. I hate you. <laughs> You're not my friend. What are you working on, pup? I don't want to play any more Mario with you, man. Um, we haven't... We won't play like once. Well, I, I, gotta, I gotta get a KFC first, if that's okay. But, um... No, I need to run out too. That's that's fine. Okay. Um, what am I working on? Um, <laughs> I've been thinking a lot about maybe doing a little series on how the characters in Sonic have evolved and changed <laughs> over the years, and why that matters without ripping off Game Apologist. <laughs> <laughs> just more of a focus just rip on. Just them off. What's he gonna do about it? Just, just a total focus on characterizations. You know, like talk a little do, bit. Come back to the podcast and call you out. Is he coming back to the podcast to call me out? Well, he'll have to try. I think he's stuck in the airport right now. Um, oh no. Yeah, seems he's lost his wallet. That's so Nick. Oh no. That's the worst place to lose a wallet. Yeah, dude, like, I remember the time he forgot his wallet at the uh, San Francisco airport when I was flying back home one time, and I had to phone him and say, hey, the people on the intercom are asking your name. Um, did you leave something oh, here? And uh, then there was the time he went he went to go to PAX, PAX East last year, and he meant to buy <laughs> his ticket to land in Boston, but he accidentally uh, bought his ticket to go to Washington, D.C. <laughs> that's not Boston. Or is it Washington, D.C. or is it Washington State? They're, they're two different things, and that's what bother, uh, bothers me. Um, 
Washington, D.C. Yeah, who cares? No, I want to know. Um, <laughs> I think it's Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. is on the East Coast, right? I... What do you mean you don't know your own country? I, I don't give a shit about anything, dude. I play Sonic games all day. It's on the East Coast. It's just under New Jersey, and yes, it's quite near to Boston. So it would have been Washington D.C. If he'd flown to Washington, if he'd flown to Washington State, which is just above was, Oregon, he would have made a huge mistake. I learned the states and their capitals in elementary school, and I haven't thought about it since then. You're a ridiculous guy. I just got my priorities straight. Okay. All right. All right. I feel like the intro of Rocco's Modern Life where it pulls his head open and just crams a load of stuff in it. I want to do that to you. Honestly, I would welcome that a lot because I cannot learn on my own. I don't care enough. So, like, if someone could just, like, inject... You know when Jimmy Neutron, they had the book gum? Where you could just, like, chew the book yeah. gum and it would tell you the entire book? Yeah. I need that for, like, the... The, the U.S. Almanac or something. The truth be told, I didn't know that. I just, you explained it in a way that meant that I could know it. Um, okay, some people got me. Yeah, you're a Jimmy Neutron kid. I'm a Rocco's Modern Life kid, which makes me the victor. I do. Um, do you want to say goodbye? Saying bye is so sad. Yeah, but it's last time you made me, you made me stop the ending screen just so you could say goodbye. All right. Bye. I'm Thanks glad, for coming, everybody. I'm glad, I'm glad you're, you're finally here. out of the closet. <laughs> 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 <laughs>